In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. Now, you can learn more about Cinda on www.cinda.org. Now, we don't only bring you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world, but we also have listeners from all over the world. So, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the series, let me tell you what the series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual career. Now, you can listen to us live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you miss us live, don't worry, because we're all over the net. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and almost every major podcast platform. Just look up Leadership Beyond Borders. And listen to us. We can give you great advice, leadership success stories that you can learn from, stories that can motivate you, stimulate new ideas, and possibly even propel your career forward. Now, I invite you to connect with me on leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com and tell me what you'd like to hear about on this series. So if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we'll make sure that you take away something useful either for your business or yourself. Now, it's it's really hard to believe that we're already into February. And, um, you know, January went by so fast, we really didn't have time to take a look on debriefing. And, and debriefing is important. In the sports world, business, and many other situations, such as emergency, military, performing arts, debriefing has been identified as an essential tool in identifying errors, reviewing trends, improving communication, reviewing performance, and providing data to help predict future performance, change, and expectation. It also helps perform, helps form strategies and operations for the future. In this episode, we're going to debrief 2022 in the digital marketing reseller industry. And we're going to see what happened in 2022 and what we can learn so that we can do things better in 2023. Our guest today is Catalina Bresser, and she is the VP of Client Relations, EMEA, at Matchcraft. Now, Matchcraft provides a best-in-class advertising platform that enables companies companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. Unlike other advertising technology platforms, Matchcraft's platform advantage helps organizations efficiently manage campaigns of all sizes, enabling clients to deliver their results to their 
advertisers. So Matchcraft's sophisticated real-time bidding algorithm and a team of digital marketing enthusiasts work relentlessly to deliver exceptional ROI for merchants around the world. And Matchcraft is a fully remote company with team members across Europe, U.S., Mexico, South America, and India. And Catalina brings a tremendous experience in digital marketing, and she tries to bring the unique, her unique experience to help the reseller partners be successful. She is passionate about empowering clients to be successful as possible and has in trust and respect of partners across Europe. So, Catalina, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kimberly. It's really nice to be here. So I talked about debriefing 2022, but I think before we even start, let's um, let let's talk a little bit about you know, uh, the digital advertising ecosystem for our listeners. Um, you know, what are the jobs of resellers, and and why are resellers in digital advertising important? Yeah. So <clears throat> to quickly try to summarize what a reseller does. Um, if you take, for example, a small shop or a hairdresser, a plumber, their key strength is not digital advertising. So they would then work with a reseller of digital advertising. Uh, it's a company then who have the expert in this area that can help the business to create market plans based on that company's goals. They help to create and manage the campaigns and in that way also help the business to grow. And that small business uh, that we talked about, the hairdresser, the plumber, can keep on focusing on what their core business is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. If I'm a, I'm a baker, you know, in a small village, I certainly don't know a lot about digital advertising. I know about baking bread, <laughs> you know, or or sweets. <laughs> so, so that's why these resellers are important. So, um, yeah. let's just take a take a look at this. Okay, digital advertising boomed since the pandemic. I mean, we're talking about the little the bakers or the restaurants. I mean, everybody went online. Um, so, what trends do you think had the most significant impact? Um, in 2022 on digital resellers? Yeah, I mean, it, it is like you said, said, you know, like everyone wanted to go digital. That's what was needed then, you know, during the pandemic. And now looking at 2022, it starts to change a bit, but still um, it is needed. And everything is happening so fast today. The technology is changing so fast. So, Uh, and becoming more and more automated. So I think the resellers are there to really help to navigate this Mm -hmm. landscape. And if you look at the resellers and if you look at the paid search, digital advertising, I think what I've seen from where I'm standing, the two things that stood out for me uh, from 2022 would be uh, the move from enhanced text ads to responsive search ads. Uh, I think it was a major signal from Google that things are moving toward more machine learning, AI-driven models. Um, and then the other thing, you know, Google announced that they are sunsetting universal analytics and then moving over to Google Analytics. And that will now happen in July 2023 if they are not making any changes to the deadlines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so we're we'll- Yeah, no, I just wanted to say, so I think like if you look at them separately, I don't think they have a big impact on resellers or, you know, on the SMBs. But I think the signal that they both bring, that's what is important. It's, you know, the automation, the privacy and the cookie-less tracking. 
and uh, that is also what I, what the resellers can help you know uh, the advertisers with Mm-hmm. Okay, I, we're going to come. We're going to come to that. We're going to d- dive down into those a little bit more. But, but before I before I go down that avenue, um, you know, this is what the resellers are seeing as far as technology and and changes. Um, what about consumers? I mean, what what do you think? You know, I know as a consumer myself, I act a little bit differently now than I did even two years ago. Okay, um, what has changed in consumer behavior over 2022 yeah it is like you say we are behaving a bit differently so you know uh, a few years ago it was then all digital and um i think the shift now during last year is that there is becoming a trend for omnichannel shopping journeys so that means then that the consumers are planning to use a mix of online and then in-person channels to find and buy their items. So not only digital anymore. I think that is becoming more and more a trend. Well, I think well, I think maybe part of that has to do with the shops being open again. But I think I think we're getting more discerning. Okay, that's consumer. You know, there's so much variety out there to choose for that that you know we're looking for a better ROI as a consumer. Um, and that that kind of reflects in some of their search habits, don't you think? Yeah, no, I really think so. And then, like you say, the shops are open. We are, you know, becoming more aware. So being able then to plan like how I want to shop, I want to maybe research online and then I want to go and check it now in the store physically, but going back and, and doing the purchase online, you have more options now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just, you know, staying a little bit, on consumers, just as we want more, um, privacy is coming forward mm-hmm. even more, user privacy. And and it's kind of a catch-22, you know, like consumers say they want privacy, but then, of course, they they put everything on, on Meadow or other things. So, you know, this push for user privacy and cookie-less tracking, um, what should resellers be worried about on the effectiveness of their ad dollars with these changes? Or first maybe talk a little bit about what the changes are. Yeah, I would say that, you know, because we will have more like of a cookie-less world coming. So you have to think of other ways of trying to get data, uh, looking at, you know, first-party data, for example. But I think, you know, I don't think the advertiser should be really worried because there will be different ways of doing this. You can look at, you know, the addition of the AI models that are coming um, how the industry is working with machine learning, for example. And if you look at Matchcraft, where I'm working on, we, you know, have, you know, our own conversion based optimization models that helps to maximize the ad spend that the advertisers is putting in towards conversions. So there are many different ways of doing this. But I think what is important is that the resellers focus on making the teams and also the ad spend as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say we could, uh, uh, cookie list uh, future or maybe cookie less future, okay, as a consumer, I get really excited and I say, yay, okay, you know, um, but, um, um, you know, as, as a reseller or an advertiser, um, that really makes a difference. But do you think, you know, just looking at the consumer, it's the small and bus- medium businesses that you serve, do you think they understand privacy and these issues surrounding privacy? Mm. 
Not really. I, I think like on a high level, yeah, I think we do understand privacy um, as we are talking about it now. But, you know, when it comes to their business uh, and, and how to be compliant with all the rules, um, no, I don't think they do. No. Really. And I also think it's really important that you then take help from experts in these areas. Mm-hmm. And this is where the resellers probably have more of an expertise um, than the, you know, than obviously that baker baking in the shop. So, um, yeah, exactly. So now, you know, you know, a lot of this happened in 2022. Okay, now we're we're coming into 2023. Okay, um, first, just let me start from a consumer. You know, I'm excited. I have a reseller to help me. Um, What's the most positive thing as a as a small and medium business I can look forward to in 2023? Yeah, I think I don't know because when you look at 2023 because you know there is so much happening with technology I think it's really important that you utilize that. I think that's really positive that you become become more efficient. But then, you know, what you have to think about when you work uh, now in 2023 Three, we talked about, you know, the cookie-less, um, how the world, what will happen. I think we will have tighter regulatory measures uh, like GDPR. I think that will have a huge impact in how resellers are able to demonstrate results to their advertisers. Um, another thing I think resellers should look for in 2023 is the impact of Google, uh, what we talked about at Universal Analytics is being replaced by Google Analytics 4. So this, I think, uh, I think that resellers should watch for now in 2023. Okay. Okay. I want to dive into that technology a little bit and and what that really means with these changes Mm -hmm. and, and, and what, you know, what changes might come with GDPR after the break. But for now, we're just going to, we're going to take a short break. And for our listeners, uh, we're talking with Catalina Bresser, and she's the VP of Client Relations, EMEA, at Matchcraft. And Matchcraft provides a best-in-class advertising platform that enables companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. Unlike other advertising technology platforms, Matchcraft's platform advantage helps organizations efficiently manage campaigns of all sizes, enabling clients to deliver results to their advertisers. And Catalina has been at the helm of the European headquarters of Matchcraft for more than nine years. And she has a unique combination of digital marketing skills that helps her reseller partners. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Matchcraft, you can learn about Matchcraft on www.matchcraft.com. And they are also on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and if you want to reach out to Catalina, you can reach out to Catalina Bresser on LinkedIn. Now, this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds virtual trainings, conferences, does market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have conferences. They'll be appearing at the next conference at the Access Conference in Tel Aviv. Um, actually, that 
that is happening today. So they are there. And their next big conference is being held May 22nd to 24th in Berlin, Germany. And Cinda also has an e-learning platform in cooperation with Boss Capital for startups, product managers, and SMBs to help them succeed. So if you'd like to learn more about Cinda, please go to www.cinda.com. And with that, we're going to take a short break and be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And this series is brought to you by Cinda, one of Europe's largest digital marketing associations and if you'd like to learn more about Cinda go to www.cinda.org and today we're talking about um, we're kind of debriefing on 2022 and and looking forward to 2023 in the area of digital marketing and digital marketing resellers and our guest today is Catalina Bresser and she's the VP of Client Relations EMEA at Matchcraft and Matchcraft is an advertising platform that enables companies to successfully sell and manage search display and social campaigns for their advertisers. And this technology platform, unlike many others, helps organizations efficiently manage campaigns of all sizes, enabling clients to deliver results to their advertisers. So, um, Kathleen, we're kind of just we're reflecting a little bit on 2022 before the break. Mm-hmm. Um and, and we, we, we started talking a little bit about privacy. And mm-hmm. you, you said something, one of the things that, you know, the resellers are going to have to look forward to is some, you know, more privacy and GDPR. So let, let's talk about privacy again and remind us, why, why is GDPR necessary for, uh, you know, digital advertising agencies and resellers to understand? Yeah. <clears throat> so first of all, GDPR is... For EU, uh, so it's a European Union law, and it is considered to be one of the toughest privacy and security laws globally. And this law has many different rules uh, for companies and organizations on how you collect, how you use, and how you storage data. Um, you have to think about like how long you can keep it before you have to delete it, for example. So there is a lot of different rules, uh, but GDPR puts back the control in the hands of the consumer. Um, so you have to think about that. And for example, it helps us individuals uh, from being contacted by organizations without our permissions, for example. So it is a good law. 
Uh, but it also means that the resellers and the agencies, they have to work harder to get the data they need uh, to personalize, you know, and target the advertising. Mm-hmm. And also, because there are so many rules, it's a bit difficult to navigate through it all. And if you are not compliant, it can mean that you can get really high fines. And do you have any examples of that or any examples yeah. around GDPR? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> if I look at last year um, and I look at the highest fines for violating GDPR, it was Meta who had it. Uh, and the first one uh, was for 405 million euros. Uh, and it was, so it's really high. And it was uh, because, like in short, it was because Instagram uh, allowed children to use the business accounts. And these business accounts uh, was not set to private by default. And it also then led to the publication of children's phone and email details. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that was violating GDPR. And the other one for Meta was uh, when they had been dumping data online for millions of users. And this data included, for example, Facebook IDs, email addresses, phone numbers to around 100 countries. And then they got a fine for 265 million uh, euros for that. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, those are, those are huge fines, and we know that Europe does have, like, the, the strictest, uh, but but um, just a quick question on this. I mean, these are big fines, but, yeah. you know, it, it, even if I'm a kind of a, a middle-sized enterprise, um, I have to abide by these rules, and, you know, it, maybe you don't hear those as much, but, um, you know, handling that data and abiding the rules is really important for resellers to when they're when they're talking to small and medium businesses or medium enterprise to make sure that they're doing it correctly mm-hmm. because the fines can go at any level can't they yeah no no they can so it is really important that you uh, you know really follow it but because there are so many rules as i said it is not easy and that's why mm-hmm. It's good to keep to experts and, you know, even if you don't get fines, you know, yeah, there is a lot of things I think an advertiser needs to know. And I think it's important that they can go to the resellers for help. Mm-hmm. And so how does GDPR impact advertising? Um, yeah, like, like we saw in many different ways, but one of them is that you can see that it you can see it's very important for websites to have cookie consent policies and that they are crystal clear. Uh, I think that is one of the things that you see is very important. And because GDPR, they require that the consent is given freely. So you really have to look over the banners. And that is also, for example, where companies can help, you know, to to create these banners for you. Because uh, these banners where you give the cookie consent, um, it is important, for example, that where you say yes or no, that it's not yes is standing out more than no, for example, mm-hmm. or that um, that you can withdraw the consent as easily as you could grant the consent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it is becoming important and more and more that companies look over this because you also want, you know, the visitors to the, your own website to say yes to mm-hmm give your consent because you want that data. That's your first party data. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it is it is a very difficult field to navigate around. And then, you know, and we're talking about Europe, and then yeah, you go to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they still don't have a national law yet. Um, there's different laws between California, Virginia, Massachusetts. So um, it's yeah, hard. But I think, for example, like in California, they have a law which is quite similar, similar. to GDPR. Mm-hmm. What I understood, at least. Yeah. Okay, um, so it, let's move on to, to the two things that you said in 2023, okay? Our friends at Google, okay? So, um, you know, they are, you know, let's talk about Google Analytics moving from, you know, Google Analytics 4, okay? Um, first, what, what, do you, what do you know about that? Can you explain to us what we see, up, what, what we see coming in July? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So in July, um, what they have said is that they are moving away from Universal Analytics to Google Analytics 4. And what we have seen the last year here in Europe is that there has been, you know, more regulations, more rulings in different countries about using uh, analytics and Universal Analytics. So there hasn't been a ruling in GA4. And now Google claims that GA4 is a privacy-friendly alternative uh, because it does not collect the IP addresses. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah. So, but that's what they are claiming. Uh, and then when they are collecting the data, um, they don't log or store IP addresses. Uh, and for the EU-based traffic. It is only used, the IP addresses is only used for getting the geolocation data out and then immediately uh, they remove it. Um, And they also say that for GA4, all domains and servers are EU based. Okay. And so, so what does, what's the impact there for the reseller or for actually for me as a consumer. I mean, I, I use some Google Analytics to see what's going on. Okay, what what does it mean in real life for me now, as in an advertising sense, if they do what they say they're doing? Okay. Yeah. So it means that you know, first of all, it's important then to start looking at GA4 instead of Universal Analytics. So. Uh, you know, trying to migrate to that. I think that is important, especially now, if it's now going to sunset in July of this year. Um, So that's what you have to look at. But of course, in the end, we don't know yet if GA4 is going to be compliant with GDPR. Uh, It is still a bit up in the air. So I think you have to also look out a bit for the rulings because it could be on a country by country basis. That's what happened now during last year, for example, with Universal Analytics. There had some rulings in different countries um, like Italy, for example, or or France. So I think you just have to, yeah, uh, Yeah. follow the the bit on this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then uh, uh, just moving on from that, because we can only say we'll wait and see what Google says and does, okay? Um, yeah. And uh, um, I, one of the other things you talked about is the depreciation of enhanced text ads in in favor of res- responsive search ads as something that's coming up in 2023. Um, how does that impact a search marketer? Yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> 
looking at enhanced uh, text ads, changing it, you know, uh, basically it is just a way, a different way of how you're writing the ads with a responsive search ad or RSA, you are writing the ad, you can add up to 15 headlines and four descriptions. And then instead of putting together the ads yourself, uh, and machine learning will do that for you. And so that's where the technology is coming in. Okay. So, so um, you know, just let's put this into, I'm a baker and I've done some enhanced text ads and now I have, want this responsive search. I mean, my reseller is going to do that for me or help me to do it. Um, you know, just in kind of really simple layman's fashion, what is that going to be better for me in advertising than it is today? So <clears throat> I think it couldn't be better because it's more efficient. You know, if you have the machine learning which can do it for you, you don't have to spend the time to try to match and, you know, like the different combinations. So, yeah, I think it can. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Um, so we're kind of going into 2023 now and we're, we're on, on, the, on the cusp of... of talking about technology and I think you said technology is going to be one of the, one of the biggest changes um, obviously we'll see what Google does this technology um, but let's just for a minute talk about um, Microsoft because just um, you know Microsoft is kind of like a little bit hidden and uh, what are they up to, what are they up to are they going to shake things up in 2023 mm, I think they will. I, I think they will do that a lot. You know, I don't think they are going to unseat Google or anything, but I think they are making some very interesting investments. And um, I think they also have sub, some uh, substantial products and marketing growth uh, during this year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to I want to talk a little bit about more about this technology and mm -hmm. AI and and how this is really going to affect um, the the marketing fields going forward or the digital marketing going forward. And for our listeners, we are talking today with Catalina Bresser, and she is the VP of Client Relations at EMEA for Matchcraft. And Matchcraft provides a best-in-class advertising platform that enables companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers and this platform, unlike others, helps organize helps organizations efficiently manage campaigns of all sizes, enabling clients to deliver results to their advertisers. And Catalina has been at the helm of the European Client Relations Team in Europe for over nine years. And she's an expert in digital media and helps her reseller partners deliver great results to their advertisers. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Matchcraft, please go to www.matchcraft.com. You can also find Matchcraft all in all social media, from Twitter under Matchcraft, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Um, and Instagram, they're under Matchcraft LLC. And uh, Facebook also under Matchcraft. And for Catalina, you can find her on LinkedIn. So please reach out to Matchcraft and Catalina. And 
also reach out to us at leadershipsbeyondborders at gmail and tell us what you'd like to hear on this show. This broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. And they hold virtual trainings, conferences, do market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have a conference, and their next big conference will be coming up May 22nd to 24th in Berlin, Germany. And you can actually meet the Matchcraft team at this conference. So if you'd like to join uh, digital, uh, one of the best digital marketing conferences in Europe, please go to www.cinda.org under Berlin, Cinda Live Berlin. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're debriefing a little bit on the um, digital marketing reseller market and what happened in 2022 and what we can predict with some of the predictions that's going to go on in digital marketing in 2023. And we're talking with Catalina Bresser, and she's the VP of Client Relations at uh, Matchcraft. And she's results and uh, works with all the resellers in the EMEA area. And Matchcraft is a best-in-class advertising platform that enables companies to successfully sell, manage, search, display, social campaigns, and their advertisers. And, Kathleen, before the break, I mean, we've heard, we've, we're kind of talking about what's going on. Um, we heard about this, this uh, can, we can't all, can, we can't wait till July with Google, <laughs> see what they do with analytics um, and some of the other trends. But but I, I asked a question about Microsoft before the yeah. break. And I want to come back to that because Microsoft has made a really sizable investment in open AI um, with $1 billion in 2019 and a possible $10 billion coming up now. Um what are, what are they doing and how does this, you know, uh, benefit um, us from an advertising perspective? Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen for several years now an increase in market share from Microsoft. So I think that's what we will see, the increase in the market share and I think especially in UK. But we're also seeing that they're having a large investment in growing their presence across EU. Um, and with artificial intelligence, it is certainly going to have a significant impact on advertising in the form of AI-generated text and image generations. But it's not just about using AI to create the ads, 
We are also seeing then the shift in how people will interact with computers. So if you hear from Eric Boyd, who is head of AI at Microsoft, he describes it as a shift towards being more able to understand the intent and translating that to computer actions. So basically that you're talking to computers as naturally as a person and that the computer starts to understand your intent in ways it hasn't been able to do before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's the, the you know the the chat GPT and I I read they were they were really investing I think I read t- 10 billion in that. Mm-hmm. Um and, and so that's really going to you know what does so what does that mean? You know, with this AI and this, you know, example, uh, automated text, Chat GPT. Uh, what does it mean to the advertising industry in general? Yeah. So, like you say, I mean, it's been an explosion for Chat GPT, uh, and then also Microsoft's announcement of the additional investments. I think you will see that the local advertising landscape is really uh, transforming. Um, so I think with that, and because it's in the news everywhere now, it's also important to note that companies like Matchcraft, where I'm from, we have been integrated machine learning into our technologies for years. Um, but now as AI, AI's role is becoming more visible, it is important that we also make sure that we communicate how we actually have been using machine learning and incorporating in our technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. yeah, so I mean, so you're incorporating that. So, I mean, uh, let, let's just take this AI a little step further, okay? I mean, does this, re- with all this technology and Microsoft investing all this money, um, and of course, we're seeing, of course, Google and, and invest money, um, uh, you know, is AI going to write social media and ad copies from now on? Um, I mean, they do. Uh, some of it they already do uh, today. If you look at it, it is creating social contact, product listings, and you know some of the customer service handling is already being done today. Um, so yes, but you also have to think that you have to have people behind the technology to to you know follow up on what it actually is you know giving out. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we will see how it goes. But I mean, I, you know, I'm sitting here as a consumer, actually, yeah. and I'm thinking. You said, yeah, customer service is already with AI, with the bots and stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, we have a long way to go because some of them do not work really well. Okay, <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember uh, just a short time ago, um, uh, in when I was visiting the U.S., calling the cable television cent. It's television telling t- trying to tell them what I wanted on the the voice recognition bot, and they just didn't get it. Okay. <laughs> no, and I think it could lead to more like frustrations, which is also <laughs> important to see that you know you can't just move in to just using you know chatbots. Uh, but I think it can go faster now with ChatGPT than we thought from the beginning. But it won't fully you know take over. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so, I mean, we'll just look at this. Um, are there any, you know, uh, we, I, I, to me, a bot, you know, maybe Chad GBT is going to change it and the voice recognition is going to be better. But are there any explicit limitations on the power of AI to optimize the, you know, well, first, I got a, I had a better question. With all this going on, Catalina, are we actually going to need ad agencies or resellers anymore? And uh, Yeah, I, I think we do. I think, you know, we have to just look at it a bit differently. Like marketeers will need to take advantage of AI and be open-minded and, and, and think about the change. Um, but just taking advantage of AI doesn't mean that we have to get rid of like the creative teams. Instead, we can see it as that they are supporting the teams to optimize the services. Mm -hmm. uh, because I still think it is important that we make sure that we have, you know, the skilled people behind to still, you know, look at the keywords and ad copy, see if it's relevant, uh, you know, see how it reflects the emotions uh, and so on, which the machines can't do. Mm. So I think that is still something we will have. So, so, so I mean, then the, like you're kind of saying there are some limitations because AI really can't, can't, you know, make that feeling from that advertisement or detect the emotion. So, you know, are there any other explicit limitations on the power AI to optimize no. the industry? I mean, it is, you know, improving and improving and it goes faster and faster. But, you know, <laughs> one caveat to always keep in mind when you work with machine learning and AI is that your output will only be as good as your data. So when it is used correctly, machine learning and advertising, you know, will benefit everyone. Um, customers can get ads that are relevant to them and advertisers, you know, get to sell their products more efficiently. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and so, if you were, you know, we're sitting here in 2023, okay, and what we want to do is kind of give a prediction. Um, it's moving faster and faster, but what is the best way that a reseller or even a, you know, the end advertiser can take advantage of AI today? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of ways and just to be open minded. And if you look at, at Matchcraft, for example, we are already using machine learning uh, to determine, you know, the bid and budget allocations um, to make suggestions for site links, for ad copies. So it has real potential to make the job of a campaign manager easier uh, by taking away some of the guesswork and, you know, just making them more efficient. And I also think another thing is to take advantage of it is that it can be the answer to the cookie-less future that we talked about earlier, that AI can use uh, contextual signals to determine which ad is most likely to drive conversions. So then instead of then relying on, on the cookie data, advertisers can observe the trends and tone of the online content. And then based on that, um, content they can then try to get you know hyper relevant ads mm -hmm. and then you know this is this is not easy stuff we're talking about Catalina okay so I, I guess my next question would be um, for you know the the resellers that are listening to us today um, how can they stay on top of this or how can they best train their 
their um, marketeer teams to keep on top of this? Or does, you know, should teams have certain focus on one thing and uh, other ones on another thing? Because it's kind of complex across the board here. Yeah, no, it is, you know, so it, it is quite complex. And, you know, the impact AI will have on consumers will, you know, of course, make things uh, change. Mm-hmm. So we have already seen a shift towards consumers, especially in the B2B world, that they are looking for more uh, self-service solutions. And I think now with AI, they are going to accelerate that. So if you look at uh, resellers, you know, they should try to give their clients, you know, more options to decide for themselves. So should you do it with me or do it for me? Or do it yourself. So I think that is something that will really accelerate. Mm-hmm. So and you know, another thing that I've I've read and I've seen is that I, what you said a shift in B two B is people want to <laughs> um, do a lot themselves, um, but they still need help. But I'm yeah. also saying, you know, when we talk about AI, AI um, the consumers too they want to they want to do it for themselves up to a certain point. Okay, yeah. and we see that. You know, especially with with chats and some of this technology for small businesses are growing um, because, you know, I want to research something online and then, you know, I may not want to talk to somebody, but I might want to send a chat to get an answer. I mean, are we kind of getting into a humanless type uh, digital advertising world or do you think there's always going to have to be somebody behind there um, so you can deal with? Yeah, Yeah, I I think it will be both, you know, I think I I think it will be more and more humanless, but still not fully. I think like like we said earlier, I think you need the skilled persons behind it and also to give the options. It doesn't mean that everyone wants to do the self-serve. I mean, if you see uh, consumers, I think it's more uh, important that they can decide for themselves. Do they want it, you know, fully by themselves or do they wanted someone else to do it for them or did they want to do it together so just giving that options i think that is becoming more important okay so we're getting towards the end now and um i, I want to ask you two questions one you know representing Madcraft, what are what are your biggest priorities in 2023 um you know as we see all these changes coming Yeah, so I think being open-minded, you know, looking at all the technology and using it. And I think if you look at 2023, I think it's really important to look at the responsive search ads, um, the performance max, meaning the shift towards automation. I think it's important that, you know, we look at that and we follow that trend to be successful. Um, I think uh, we looked at uh, the privacy concern that we understand it, how we can be compliant with GDPR, how you know uh, resellers should look over uh, the cookie consent banners, how we can utilize first-party data, for example. I think those things are important, um, and I think also to help to prepare from the move away from analytics, uh, universal analytics. Because it's a lot of work to try to migrate all the data and start using and learning how Google Analytics 4 or any other web analytic platform actually works. So I think these are, you know, three big things for 2023 that we should uh, keep on our eyes on. 
Mm-hmm. And and from from the consumer point of view, just feeling one thing, you know, we we have resellers listening, we have businesses listening, um, but we have people also listening who have have shops and uh, a bakery or a shop on the corner or an enterprise. Um, what would you be your you know? And they're kind of getting scared because this is this is also confusing to them. What would your message be to the small and medium businesses for twenty twenty three? I mean. <clears throat> I think also with technology and how things are changing, things can also become easier. So you shouldn't be scared. I think that's one thing. Um, and then it is really also that if you, you want help, you know, you have so many options. You, you know, like I said, you will have the self-service portals, which will guide you through how to set up ads, for example. You will have the resellers where you can talk to just if you need like a marketing plan. Or you have companies that could help you with the cookie banners to make sure that you are compliant. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't be worried. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Catalina. It's been a, a nice uh, um, view in the past of 2022 yeah. and um, looking forward to 2023 on all the changes that are going to come in this industry. And Catalina Bresser is the VP of Client Relations EMEA at Matchcraft. And Matchcraft provides a best-in-service advertising platform that enables companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. And unlike many platforms, uh, Matchcraft's platform advantage helps organizations efficiently manage campaigns for all sizes, enabling clients to deliver the results to their advertisers. And so if you want to learn more about Matchcraft, you can go to www.matchcraft.com. And Matchcraft is on all social media. On Instagram, it's under Matchcraft LLC. And on all the other social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, it's under Matchcraft. So please look them up. And if you'd like to reach out to Catalina, Catalina Bresser is on LinkedIn as the VP of Client Relations, EMEA, for Matchcraft. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest-growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have an e-learning platform focused for entrepreneurs, startups, uh, accelerators, incubators, and investors, as well as SMBs and product managers. And this platform is in cooperation with Boss Startup Science. And please go to www.cinda.org to look that up. And they also have conferences, and their next next big conference is May 22nd to 24th in Berlin, Germany, where you can meet the Matchcraft staff. So please go again to www.cinda.org for more information on one of Europe's best digital marketing conferences. And with that, thank you again, Catalina. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And for our listeners, thank you. And please don't forget to tune in again next week. And with that, have a great week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.